Lock us in, load us in, pop in that A-track, spin the tape. Here we go. Hey now everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show live from Chicago at Star Wars Celebration 2019. We may or may not be on the show floor, and that's kind of why the cast might sound a little hollow, tinny, like we're talking through tin cans. That's because we're doing remotes. You're not going to get the quality cast that you get when we're back at SWTHQ. So, like I said, Nick and I were still here in Chicago checking out Star Wars Celebration. Nick finally got to go check out the show floor today, so I'm sure he'll talk a little bit about his first time ever walking onto a Celebration show floor. I tried to explain it to him. I don't think anyone can truly realize what it's like until you get there. So we did a little bit of that. Uh, But what we really want to do, my friends, is, you know what? I mean, this is the Star Wars time show after all, and we have not done our fandom segment for the week, which typically features our top five, again, top five Star Wars artists share. That could be toy photography, Star Wars fan art, illustrations, whatever, video game art, pixelations, it doesn't matter. If we like it, we'll share it, and then Nick will whittle whittle down the five most favorite shares of the week. So we're going to do a little bit of that as we're sprinkling in some Celebration Awesome, because today, which is Saturday of Celebration, we got only got two more full days left. (laughs) We don't want to leave, but we kind of do because my back hurt, my knee hurts, and I may have dropped a hemorrhoid from standing and walking so much at Celebration. Not to mention, Nick bought pizza one night at like fucking midnight, <laughs> and I ate that, slept on it for three hours, and then yeah, you, you, you do the math. You figure out what that can do to a man's gut. All right, buddy, so let's just go ahead and kind of do our usual thing. This would be our typical Friday show cadence here, but we're going to go ahead and get into our top five shares of the week. Again, I put these up on our Star Wars Time Show Instagram account. Check check it out on Instagram. Uh, you can hashtag us, Star Wars Time Show, or just tag us. We'll look for it. Even if you don't, guess what? I'll still be looking for it because one of my favorite things to do every morning is to get up sit my fat ass on a toilet, take a dump, and scroll through Instagram and share awesome Star Wars toy photography and art. I'm sure you guys all wanted to hear those details. Nick literally just threw up in his mouth (laughs) as he's sitting across from me here at Celebration. So, Nick, as you do every week, you went through here and picked apart the ones I shared and, and selected five of your favorite. And we may have to throw in a few honorable mentions just based on a prediction I made in episode 31 of the cast. Hopefully you guys checked that out yesterday because we're we're recording these live, people, and we are uploading them, dropping them live. So you're getting these day of the recording. But I predicted based on the Rise of Skywalker trailer that you, the toy photography community, would go bananas with the scenes focused in it or shared through it and there you know the money shot of ray jumping and and kylo and the red force and guess what you did not disappoint so we're going to highlight probably a few of those accounts that we've already shared to star wars time show of trailer recreation so nick first and foremost let's go ahead and pull up our top five shares of the week we just got to find it here on the site 
I got it cracked right. open right. on my Thanks, phone. Buddy. But we got it open here on the on the laptop we're using. And like Matt said, you know, initially he thought a day, maybe two days until these shots from Rise of Skywalker started showing up. It was more like two hours. I mean, our boy Everything Kylo comes up. And then just kills it immediately. I mean, within an hour, maybe less of the show. Yeah, he had it up yesterday. Um, everything Kylo is someone that had, he's doing the ray flip. He's using practical effects. He's probably got his, his drain buster there and sprayed up some smoke. Or, you know, canned air. You never know. We also got the the money shot recreated from Woody Wars, who I believe we just featured maybe on the, the last cast. This one's awesome too. Not sure if he's going six inch or three and three quarter inch, but it's badass. The Photoshop master of the Star Wars toy community, Cam VFX, he created a poster of a top down shot of Kylo trying to run over Ray. Then we got the real, uh, what was this guy's name? We can't forget him. The real James 23, fantastically lit shot of the Kylo forest scene. And then Hugh Hughes, a Lego master, a.k.a. a possible champion of Lego. He did the Kylo Red, and he also did the, the Ray, Ray Flip. flip. <laughs> yeah. And it just looks so badass. So we just wanted to mention a few of those accounts. We've been tagged in another one. We got you, people. We will be sharing your The Rise of Skywalker recreations. If you're tagging us, I will share every single one. You just got to give me time. You know, we're, we're working... We're on the show floor. We're trying to do some stuff. So without further ado, let's just get into the top five Proper shares top of the five. week, Nick. So go ahead and kick it off with your first pick. So the first pick here, I think, is the, the the theme of this week is a little bit of fusion, a little bit of fun. This first shot really kind of kicks it off using a a pop, a Funko Vader, but also using the the full six, those are six inch. I don't know what that, that's not a Funko Vader. It may be an egg attack. I, I, either oh, it's a Nendoroid, okay. Nendoroid, or however you say it, but Nendroid, it, it's something yes, like that. It, it's definitely a line that I would have really loved probably two or three years ago when I was still into that chibi look when I had my Funko Pop craze. But that that's also why I picked it because it is a different looking shot because he's got this uh, Nendoroid or whatever you call it. Sounds like a hemorrhoid, but a toy. He's got it posed with you know typical six inch action figures, troopers, or. It's almost like Darth Vader, they could be making fun of him, or he's going to get down and do some sort of breakdance for him, and they're all like, oh, damn, look at little Vader getting crazy. <laughs> so this comes from uh, Wastuji, almost like a Walugi type of name. Uh, but it is a cute little Vader, as as I kind of uh, explained it there. But it is a, a great shot, a fun shot, like Nick said. And that's that's what we look for on these pages, and you know that's sometimes what catches Nick's eye. Just yeah. throw something different at him because I've really just been giving him Lego and, and action figures to look at. Yeah, I mean this was a, a really good change of pace. Just mixing the six inch figures with something that's smaller, like a Funko or an Enderoid, like this one. So I mean I I really thought it was fun, and just the menacing look on Vader's face. It almost <laughs> does look like he's. He's been shrunken or like miniaturized. Damn and you, troopers! <laughs> it was a really fun shot, so I, I, I enjoyed that one. Next up, we have a shot from Three Lessie, and it is a fusion shot. This is a mashup 
We have three troopers. <laughs> I love this. And this is a mashup between Star Wars and Ghostbusters. So you have three troopers lined up just like your Ghostbusters would with their streams. They're they're using their their blasters, their proton packs, proton packs, and then you have you can your even see the lasers. trap down there. You know the, the yep. little Ghostbuster trap. They got their proton packs on. Believe it or not, Nick, I, I looked at uh, three. Leslie did it behind the scenes on this, and those the proton pack trails. Those are actually that's light painting. Okay, so that's oh, where wow, you take yeah. a really long snap and you you I think uh, three Leslie used like a Christmas light or something, kind of drag it out. Obviously, some post processing was done to change the colors and add some flares and sparks. But I just love this shot. I mean, it caught my eye. The practical background, I believe they're using what I have uh, picked up courtesy of Nose Rain's recommendations. Looks like you got some trees and stuff from PetSmart back there. Of course, I'm guessing some atmosphere aerosol or maybe like me, some steam to, to give you that atmosphere. But it almost looks like Dagobah. They're sitting on yeah, Dagobah exactly. And the, I'm telling you, Nick, those trees literally come from PetSmart. They're for fish aquariums. Yeah, and they make <laughs> great backgrounds for toy photography. So. I went there two weeks ago before celebration. They were doing a buy one, get one half off. And I definitely uh, loaded up on about $100 worth of PetSmart <laughs> fish tank shit for toy pictures. So good pick by you. Definitely big fan of 3 Leslie. I mean, this account, highly recommend to follow. Just like a Wasp toy. So uh, moving on. This was one of my favorite of the week here. And like Nick said, we... Even my shares to just our Instagram account, there was definitely a, a mashup theme going. And by mashup, I'm talking franchise and franchise. So we got one here that Nick selected from Corona 4. I don't know if you know Nate likes to drink himself some Corona or what, or if it's Corona 4. Either way, like the name, like the pick, even better. Right, Nick? Because this is a Game of Thrones meets Star Wars. Perfect. We're one freaking day away from Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 1. So what we had to share this shot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we have the Night King here. Everybody knows who the Night King is, the big bad. And essentially what he's doing is he's taking the place of Vader in charge of these stormtroopers behind him. And if you look at the eyes of all the stormtroopers, they're blue, just like yeah, the White been, Walkers. Right. He's basically turned a battalion of troopers into White Walkers, and it just looks badass. I mean, you got great lighting here. you got some bokeh in the background. The Night King's looking menacing, and it, it does look as if he has a platoon, a squad of troopers ready to take out Jon Snow. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they could be headed down to Winterfell, or they could be getting in a, a, a shuttle and headed up to the next Death Star. You never know. But things are going to get funky when you got the Night King in the Star Wars universe. So I, I just I love this shot. It's a cool concept, very creative. And then again, executed perfectly by Corona 4. And speaking of Corona 4s, I think I'm going to have another Coors Light here. So <laughs> go ahead and kick off this next one. Because I know you are a Lego guy. Yeah. And I'm, I, dude, I love this shit too. I mean, I'm just looking at this shot from Lego Star Wars photo. Hot damn, dude. Yeah, I mean, this takes Lego photography to a whole new level for me. I mean, this is a shot of a downed troop transport, a, a clone troop transport yep. from the prequel days. Not Empire, not, you know, uh, prequel trilogy, anything like that. This is old school, and you have a downed troop transport in what looks like some sort of grassy, maybe a like a, a, a moss-type terrain. And you have the troopers, little troopers in there surviving. They got a fire going. A couple of them are in the back, like scouting out. Looks like one of them's got their their gun this. at the ready. I mean, it's just a really fun shot. 
well lit, well executed. Everything looks weathered. You have grass. That's all what over I all Nick. That, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what really stood out to me is the all the practical effects here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah. does look like Le- Lego Star Wars photo applied dirt mud effects to the the downed. What was it? What was this thing called? The arc transport or something like yeah. that. Uh, we probably got that wrong. You never know. Either way. I mean, it looks part of the world. It looks down, dirty, grimy, crashed, using moss and other practical uh, diorama elements. It really makes this shot stand out. And as Nick said, that lighting there, I bet that's even some little light that dude drew a hole or drilled like a hole under the mat there to do that. Uh, I doubt that's a a post-processing effect. Yeah. Just quality all around from Lego Star Wars photo on this uh, Clone Wars downed battalion or downed squad shot of, of some clone troopers there. Yeah, beautiful shot. So the last of the top five we have is from, I think it, it may be a new account. This is definitely first time yeah, in our Link, top Link five. Link the Jedi. Yes, Link the Jedi. And this shot was really cool because it's a recreation. It's a scene recreation from Rot's Revenge of the Sith. And it's the the scene where Anakin do it is in do it the moment chopping off about to chop off Count Dooku's head. So the the way the shot set up is Anakin sitting there, he's already holding his lightsaber in his hand, and then the moment is captured where he is about to catch Dooku's lightsaber after chopping his hands off, and then we go down into the scissor move. Yep, and Dooku loses his head. What I thought was really cool about this is that Link use the actual scene from the uh-huh. movie for the background. Right. So this isn't like a, you know, a, a set background. This doesn't look like this anything is, else. Nick, this is know? what we call digirama. Okay. Uh, someone that turned me on to this and really turned a lot of community on to it is uh, Work More or Less, uh, Jason. He, he's kind of what I call the master of digirama. Uh, we saw his shot today at the Hasbro booth, the, mm-hmm. the one with the purple background on the Lars homestead. Yep. That's digirama. So okay. all the stuff in the background, the purple, that's just a computer screen. And that's what, honestly all my shots that were featured at the Hasbro booth used digirama. So, uh, but it, it, it's a hard thing to do, especially scale. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of times you're displaying on a screen. The screen could be smaller than the figures. You got to get the placement right. So the fact that Link managed to get Anakin the toy and Dooku the toy in here to actually match the scale of Sheev behind them. And yes, Sheev Palpatine. You got to love Sheevy boy. He came out yesterday. Sheev! He did. Yes! That was I love that. <laughs> Sheev mic dropping. What a pin. Play it again. Yeah, Ian is just a <laughs> Mac Daddy. I've loved that guy since day one. The first time he rolled down that shuttle ramp in Return of the Jedi, man. Mm. I mean, that, that guy is just a Mac Daddy. The master of the long game, my friends. And look, he, he's still at it probably here. The long game All is the way still through going. episode nine. It's fantastic. I almost feel like now that maybe he was even pulling Snoke strings. And this is all just by design. Uh, brilliant stuff. Can't wait to see how that plays out. So uh, it, we went through our top five a little bit quicker than usual. I mean, Nick and I may be jacked up on some rocket fuel, some Star Wars celebration juice. You never know. Uh, or we just may want to get out and see our friends and family and have some drinks tonight. <laughs> you just don't know what's going on. But we definitely went through those quickly. Doesn't matter. They're all still great shots. We love them. That's why we're sharing them. So if you want to get in on the fun, remember Star Wars Time Show on Instagram. Hashtag Star Wars Time Show or tag us. 
And you should be doing it anyways. I mean, we're, we're Star Wars bros. We're guys. We love it. We love the toys. We take pictures. We, we collect them. And by we, I'm talking about myself and the mouse in my pocket. Because Nick's like, fuck that shit. I'm not spending uh, yeah. thousands of dollars <laughs> on those Barbies, you dope. We I'll leave that the, to you. We walked through the show floor a little bit today. And, and I could see Matt every now and then leaning a little bit oh, dude, towards our toys everywhere. I so. want to get... I want to get Island Journey Ray Hot Toys. I want to get Luke TFA Hot Toys. And all these, you can't get anymore through Sideshow. You have to either get on their wait list, and some you can't even do wait list anymore. Yeah. So I know these are my places to get it. But every one that I saw, I said, yeah, I might as well just get it from fucking eBay at these prices. Yeah, so, yeah, very um, high prices. I'm, just, I'm starting to feel... I get this all the time when I start correcting, collecting a new line. I feel like I have to go back and get ones that I've missed. And yeah. it, it's just stupid. But I, I love Ray. I know some people think she's OP. And the only thing, Nick, I think today that prevented me from snagging a 230 Island Adventure Ray was the fact that I know they're going to be releasing one of Ray Skywalker. Yeah. And, and again, I, I'm almost leaning towards the theory now that we were making fun of Intor and Ryan for yesterday. I think there there could be some legs to this idea that Skywalker is almost going to become like the name Ren, yeah. and how Kylo adopted it. So again, we you know Kylo has been specifically said not to be a Sith, but he took on this mantle of Kylo Ren. Yeah, he's the leader of the Knights of right. Ren, as we heard. It's, in it's a signifier and identifier. So I I'm, I could buy into this now where you know skywalker becomes the new identifier signifier for those that are righteous in the force i don't want to even say light side 100 percent. i mean i don't even know if we're there anymore where it's just pure light pure dark uh, there could be a mix i don't want to get into the gray jedi bullshit but I- i'm getting into it and i'm not calling her just ray skywalker because i think she's related to it i just it could just be like, like kylo ren ray skywalker so Moving on, uh, we got one little story I wanted to talk a bit about in the toy space because, hey, you know, Hasbro, they were courteous enough to share some of my shots of celebration was still one of the most fantastic fucking things I've ever experienced. It's been great. I've loved it and loved meeting people there at the booth uh, and just seeing my stuff displayed with other fantastic artists that I don't even think, you know, I I touch their shit. But, hey, whatever. I got in. I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit. But anyways... Yesterday, Hasbro did their panel at Celebration, and they, I wouldn't say they really unveiled anything new. They did a lot of confirmations, and they also showed off some new product shots. And as a collector, sometimes we love product shots. We, we love the glamour shots, as we call them. So we, we got some good ones for some lines coming out. Uh, in particular, we got the box shots now for the next wave of the 6-inch Black Series, which is going to feature the Padawan Kenobi. Uh, live action Ezra, live action Chopper, BT from the comics, Dr. Affer from the comics, and then Triple Zero from the comics. Uh, and Nick, we saw them in person today in the booth. They just look fantastic. Yeah, right? I mean, you even mentioned that, you know, if we were to ever see a, a live action Ezra, they're kind of building it yeah, up. Yeah, I, I bit. think like they're this. setting it now. Like, he's almost a kind of a Native American looking type of. of human yeah if you want to say it that way he definitely doesn't look persian possibly like some middle eastern Eastern a little bit yeah and it's just it looks completely i don't want to say completely different than rebels but you don't have the cartoon look to it so it's definitely more realistic it's modeled after like real human you know real human skin tones and how it would look um so it looks it looks really fantastic and so do the rest of them i mean 
I know Padawan Obi was one that you were looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, you can get them. I mean, this this is going to just be a re-release of the convention exclusive you can get in the original TPM card back packaging. I mean, I got them, luckily. I know, hate me. I did get the lottery. Got in first day there, Thursday. And yeah, I'll probably open them because I want this Padawan Obi-Wan to play around with, but... Uh, you, you can still get them in this wave. And, and by the way, if you go to StarWarsTime.net, we have the pre-order links for most of these. You can hit it up. Uh, all of these, this wave of the Black Series, you can pre-order now. They should be shipping throughout the summer. So uh, yours truly definitely pre-ordered them all but Obi-Wan because, like I said, I already got them through the exclusives. Another one that they showed off that, that definitely has my interest, and this is a 40th anniversary Boba, Boba Fett Black Series which is styled after the original Kenner figure, so it's got a it's got an odd paint job. Yeah, very bright paint. It doesn't look like <laughs> no. you know. It's not weathered like you're used to. You no. know, Boba. He's got very bright yellow like bracers on. It, it looks like. I mean, honestly, Nick, it looks like an unfinished prototype coming off the line. But yeah. that's that's the point because this is what the Boba Fett figure looked like when it came out in 1980 for the Empire Strikes Back. But this is actually going to be a six-inch size, and it, it, it's mostly going to be sculpted after a six-inch fet. So as someone that you know, loves the original trilogy, loves collecting, this is definitely high on my list. Uh, they also showed off new uh, imagery for the next wave of the vintage collection. And honestly, dude, I was a, a, originally a three-and-three-quarter-inch collector. Uh, I've since moved away. I like the, the bigger stuff for pictures, but they've really... Stepped up. gotten detailed with these three and three quarter inch vintage collection figures. oh yeah i mean if you look at the the dirty r2 as right. you put it so you have like a weathered <laughs> r2 yeah unit. he's like dagobah yeah r2, dagobah like r2. hobo r2 uh i mean that that looks fantastic even uh tlj luke. luke yeah, yeah I mean, like, dude crate luke yeah remember nick these figures are this fucking big yeah they're very very I mean, small the, the articulation they get into them now you actually get elbow joints i think you can bend their feet a little bit maybe their knees replacement lightsaber with him too i mean there's these figures look yeah, fantastic this, like i said i i started i mean really any action figure star wars started three and three quarter inch that's the standard action figure size they recently you know a few years ago went into the six inch but you, we, get, you got to pick one, Nick. You can't do them all, and I'm just sticking with the sections, guys. So. Yeah. I mean, finishing out this line, you also have a Death Star Gunner from Rogue One. So, if you say, I mean, like, even you could even go back to the OT, and then, you know, you can remember the very distinct shape of the helmet that's being worn by these gunners. They're the ones pulling the switches when the Death Crack Star shoots the, la uh, shoots the laser out, and then boom, there you go. And then you also have an intrepid assault tank. Commander, yeah, from Rogue One. From so Rogue One as well. One of my yes. favorite trooper helmets, by the way. I love the the, the tank troopers. Yeah, they look fucking. Really, this one, really Nick. Good. Again, I may just have to get because Luke's my homeboy, and I do agree that these are three of his most iconic costumes from the original trilogy. Oh, but yeah. uh, we're getting a a three pack for Luke Skywalker. It's going to be one of those special action figure sets. I believe last year it was or two years ago it was Afra BT. <clears throat> sorry, Triple Zero. Well, now you're going to get three Lukes, and you're going to get Luke and Trooper. You're going to get Jedi Luke from Return of the Jedi, and then you're going to get, to me, <clears throat> my favorite version of Luke, Red 5. Rebel Pilot Luke. Yeah, Red there 5 Luke in, in any scale is one of my most favorite versions of Luke. And if anyone has the Hot Toys version and the Sideshow version, you want to you know let it go for a reasonable price, you know who to hit up. Hit me up. Haywood Pop. Pop. At Haywood Pop. Hit me up. 
<laughs> but this this last figure, we saw this on the floor. I saw the when I saw it, I was like, "Did something? What's going on yeah, here?" This is like <laughs> LSD Darth Vader. Yeah, it's called the Techno Vader Mushroom Vader, and it's uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, nineteen. So that's going to be an exclusive, um, as well as here, right? So they're available here, and they're going to be available at SDCC. I don't think so. I think this is a this tease is just for just SDCC. for SDCC. So I saw. I, okay, I think yeah, they were you, in you the can case. see it here. Yeah. I mean, there was a few cases in the Hasbro booth that they didn't reveal until after the panel yesterday. Okay. So that's why today when we came back, we saw more shit. We yeah. saw that what we're going to talk about the Palpatine, some of these archive collections. Yeah. So. So this, I'm uh, with you, man. I mean, I look at this <laughs> from a toy photography standpoint, and I go, yeah, no. no. But from a pure collecting standpoint, you got to dig it a bit. I mean, it, yeah. it is so fucking funky. I mean, he's got a red head, a purple torso, uh, and it looks like there's different ver variants of it. Yeah, you know? like I mean, the, he's got a yellow legs. head, so it's all over <laughs> the place. This next, the next reveals, I mean, we knew these were coming again, but now we're seeing the product shots, and Nick and I did get to see them in person at the Hasbro booth, and this is the next wave of the Black Series 6-inch archive collection, so some insights again. If you're an idiot like me and didn't start collecting Black Series until a year or two ago, you missed out on some classic Black Series figures that you had to pay through the nose on the black market. Hasbro realized, like, hey, why are we letting eBay and all these asshole hoarder uh, people that just buy toys to sell and make a lot of money, why are we letting them capitalize on the demand for these characters? Let's just re-release them and call them archive collections. So the next wave of archive collection was shown off impact. We're getting the Scout Trooper. Bought it. We're getting a Yoda with a new face sculpt. You got to buy it. Uh, the Darth Maul. If you still don't have them, obviously buy it. You're going to be able to get the 6-inch mall for 20 bucks because he's one that used to go on eBay for $50, $60, $70. And more importantly, the motherfucking Anakin Skywalker 6-inch. This bitch, Nick, if you wanted to try to get his original release in 6-inch form, $100, $150. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, it looks like a fantastic But and here's I the mean, funny yeah. thing is, the, the original release looks like Derpykin. <laughs> you know how I told you there's derpy Obi-Wan? Yeah. Before this photo real technology, dude, these things, they still looked cool, but they looked derpy as hell. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the painting was off. You had none of that digitization that they're doing now. So this is a fantastic looking Anakin. I'm just not sure you're going to get the second head sculpt that you would have got with the, the first release of Anakin. But to me, it's worth it to get a fantastic looking 112 Anakin archive collection again we have pre-order links for all these on starwarstime.net just hit that up and look for the post and you'll find it and uh another pre-order a big one here you know we, we got the leak earlier in the week and now it was confirmed but that black series emperor palpatine deluxe set and it's not the 80 dollars deluxe like that vader deal this is more like the general grievous that just came out and it's going to be the first ever black series to feature multiple heads you're going to get three heads in fact so it's going to be palpatine deluxe i believe it retails for 39.99 you get some lightning effects three heads and a fucking and the throne. throne and the throne yeah. yeah they threw it all in and now it makes sense you know, we right. we were sitting there thinking like, oh, you're going to get a lot of toys that are going to be announced here that are around, you know, episode nine or around the new trilogy. We get a Palpatine, you know, leak last week and we're kind of wondering where it's coming from. But now it fits in. It fits within everything else. Palpatine's voice was in there. We know he's going to be included in the movie somehow. 
and then having this deluxe edition. It's so badass. Yeah, I mean, it looks fantastic. We saw it on the show floor. We saw it behind the glass case. It definitely looks amazing. I mean, the the, the heads alone are, are worth getting because there was a there is a six inch Palpatine that you can get on the black market for not too much, but he he still has a little bit of that derpiness to him. And you can clearly see now in these newer releases, the the better sculpts, the the photo tech, and all that fun stuff. It's getting there, my friends, for reasonable prices. So you can pre-order him right now. He's on Amazon, I believe, Amazon only. But hey, guess what? We have a link for that as well. And then finally, and this is where my homeboy, my co-host here, is going to have to help me out, or at least maybe my family down in Florida. Um, but three Galaxy's Edge exclusive packs were re uh, not released, but Blah. revealed. Revealed. Sorry, we're we're drinking and casting here, and I can't help myself. I produce a lot of air when I drink <laughs> because I like to drink hard and fast. So, anyways, Nick, we, we posted one of these earlier, and it looks like I didn't even put the shot in there because I'm a loser and I'm horrible at, at trying to be someone that needs to share information with people. But the pack that we teased weeks ago yeah, with Kylo, like, that range trooper, or the mountain trooper, whatever they're going to call then it, and Commander then Empire, yep. that's going to be in this set. But they also revealed two other sets, and the one, to me, is Titties McGee because it's going to come with Ray. Hondo. Chewie and Hondo. That's yeah. the most important. Because I know there's people out there going like, great, it's another repack, repaint Ray and Chewie. And they're right. They're doing it just so we buy them and and to get Hondo. But the Hondo is fucking awesome. I saw him in person today. Looks fantastic. He's one of my favorite animated characters. I mean, he was in the Clone Wars, made it up into Rebels. He made it into the Forces of Destinies. I mean, he definitely has some legs, and he's a fun character. Yeah, and he's going to be a central piece of the Galaxy's Edge right. theme park because Disney has announced or showed a video that, that shows how advanced this animatronic is. They say it's the most advanced animatronic they've ever built. It'll be able to interact with people. It'll be there. Uh, for people to take pictures with and all kinds of stuff, the the articulation that they right. showed is fantastic. I mean, the way the way they talk it up, you probably should not be able to tell that it's a fucking robot. Yeah, like kids, like younger kids, are definitely not going to. You know, if you're an adult, you might be fooled by it for a minute, but children for sure will not be able I mean, to tell. Like this, my kid's three, and we were on the show floor yesterday, and and anyone dressed in a bad guy outfit, she was like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Hated it. There's a Snoke that did the, like the dark side force throw at her, instant tears, oh. screaming. It's like, oh Jesus! <laughs> See what she did to my kid. I know. Yeah. And so the other three pack we're gonna get Nick a Galaxy's Edge exclusive. Well, it's a four, four pack. pack. It's a yeah. droid pack in particular, almost as good as a six pack. Uh, you're gonna get C3PO, slightly dirty R2, BB, and then DJ, who I believe Nick, if correct me if I'm wrong. This robot used to be part of Star Tours. Yep. But they're relocating him to Batu to be the DJ in whatever restaurant or one of the bars or maybe the Black Spire outpost. Yeah, yeah. So he's he was a central piece of the Star Tours experience. So having him back here in this, you know, in Galaxy's Edge in a new capacity is gonna be really fun, especially for old Disney fans who've been there a lot and were used to seeing him in Star Tours, but also including him in this pack along with the famous droid, C-3PO, BB-8, R2-D2. That's a really good spot for him. And it's a little extra. Like Matt said, it's a four-pack now, not a three-pack. You get some... That's uh, probably because BB, he's he's not that much plastic. Yeah, he's yeah, very he's small. a little bit of plastic. So they're like, hey, fuck it. We'll throw another one in there. Yeah, so that, I mean, that 
that about wraps up all of the announcements and all the pre-orders that are available now from the Hasbro panel. Like we said, we got to see a lot of these on the show floor. They look fantastic. Um, even the uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Techno Vader, as we're calling it, is, the, is yeah. it's fun to look at. It's fun to look a- at. Anyone that's good at molding plastic, the, the Hasbro had these display boxes at their booth where they recreated... I wouldn't even say scenes, but they included characters from each of the eight movies. Was it all the movies? I yeah. think it's even Solo yeah. was in there, and so probably. But basically, they, they were in like this little plexiglass box case. They had some hanging lights, and then behind it, they had the nameplate of the movie. So if you want to make those for me, go ahead, make them, send them to me. You know, care of Haywood Pop. I'll take some pictures. I'll credit you. <laughs> Hook me up, okay. All right, dude, so uh, let's move on to today's celebration reveals that that, that went down. There was a pretty major one that went down. We're going to save that as our last topic. Uh, But there was, uh, I think there was some stuff talked about, maybe even yesterday, that we kind of missed about a new VR experience coming from ILMX Lab. These are people that make some fantastic shit. They helped with that uh, Secrets of the Empire experience you can enjoy at the Void. They also have the Porg VR game, or AR game, Augmented Reality. Yeah, yeah, so that's coming up. But we we got another trailer for the game we're talking about here, and this is called Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR. Yeah, so this is a a episodic video game series, all done through VR. It's going to be Oculus Quest, which is Oculus's first Right. completely wireless VR Which I'll headset. probably buy just for this. Yeah. That's how much I like Star Wars, people. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I will spend hundreds of dollars on a device I know I'll never use outside of to play maybe three think this is going to be maybe hour, two hours an episode, if that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to be... We'll see. We'll see how much content comes with it, but it's going to be Quest. It's going to be Rift S exclusive. So if you have an HTC Vive or another one of these VR headsets, you're not going to be able to play it oculus only and this game basically is going to take you through vader's castle on mustafar so the trailer starts off and gives you a little bit of an idea of the basic story behind it we get to see what looks like the opening of the game you're playing through the eyes of the character so you don't really see your own body you're you're just kind of looking out amongst all of the uh all the surroundings and stuff, and then you get shot, you get stunned by a stormtrooper. You wake up, and you see this uh, this Imperial officer in front of you. You're clearly, like, strapped down, probably to a table similar to what Ray was in, in Episode 7. And he says, you know, basically tells you that you're here on Mustafar, Vader's castle, and Vader has a task for you. And it's probably a good idea that you complete this task. Because if not, Vader is not a very patient human being. Uh, yeah, the way the way I kind of interpret the trailer, it, it does sound like at first you may be being groomed for something from Vader. But it almost seems like you may ultimately... Break off. Right, and kind of maybe yeah. try to take him out. Because at, at one point, yeah, once you get into the trailer, you start to see different things you find a lightsaber you start to beat up some droids you're working your way through the castle and then like matt mentioned at one point in the trailer vader comes out and he ignites his saber and you have your saber so that looks like it could be a showdown moment and you know at this you know with this style of game being vr this is going to be wish fulfillment for a lot of people i mean i know i've had dreams and you know, have always wanted to get into a real fucking lightsaber fight, and this is going to be the closest you right. can Right, and they even said those at Island and X Labs, 
a lot, some of the inspiration for this came from that Rogue One segment that, that Nick and I said, I mean, that's the only proof you needed to go into a pitch meeting to say, give us a billion dollars, we're just going to make Darth Vader stuff. Like Darth Vader movie, Darth Vader TV series, Darth Vader everything, Darth Vader VR, Darth Vader AR. We need all Darth Vader, thanks to that segment in Rogue One, which, again, is probably one of the greatest live-action versions of what Darth Vader can do we've ever seen, and hopefully it's not the last time we get to see him do that, but I kind of think it may be. Yeah, considering you know we're coming to the end of the Skywalker saga, we're probably not going to be seeing it on the big screen, but we do have games like this. We have Vader Immortal Episode 1. We don't know how many episodes we're getting, but we're for sure getting more than one. It would, They wouldn't call it Episode 1 is, is if there was going to be a more. deal? I don't know how much you could get from the trailer, Nick, but is this, is, is this like a season pass thing? Or do you buy the game and then the episode just come through? Or do you do, can you buy yeah, it, per episode? It wasn't very clear based on the trailer. In fact, I don't even think that they put a release date in there yet. Um, this is on the show floor at Celebration, but the lines to get into it are just insane. You probably have a two-hour a two hour wait at some point to get in to, to test this game out. But um, I think the price point when we looked at the Quest initially, Oculus Quest initially, was pretty reasonable. It was, it was only probably around the $150 to $200 mark. That, if it. that's what it is, I mean, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Um, you just, you don't know. You gotta wonder. You'd almost think it'd be more than a PSVR because it, it can... Move around. It can do its thing. I, I'm assuming all the processors done in the headset. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to plug it into something, but hey, whatever, so... Uh, this is something, obviously, I mean, I still want that, who put it out? It wasn't Verizon, but Best Buy carried it. Oh, Nick, Jedi Challenge. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this thing to just get marked down to, you know, A 50 bucks, price. 60 bucks. Yeah, because Jedi Challenges is essentially an AR headset where you're working within, um, like, you're working within an augmented reality of your own area, but you're, it's set in the prequel trilogy, and the, the game and the headset are one in one, so you have to get them together. You can't play Jedi Challenges without the headset and vice versa. So it also comes with a lightsaber, like a, a, a right. controller lightsaber yeah, it's that like you a, use. It's almost like a light wand. So yeah. I don't know. I, I still kind of want to pick that up. Because, hey, I like VR. I, I, it's, and I knew it when, when we had this most recent push with the Oculus, uh, the Vives, the PSVR. I mean, all of it's awesome. But in the end... If killer software is not being made, the hardware will die. Yeah. And just it, it loses momentum. And I think that started to happen already. So hopefully experiences like this can uh, rejuvenate the VR hardware market and, and hopefully give developers, creators, ideas of this is what you need to do to sell units and keep people coming back. Yeah. I, I do think this VR AR, it's, it's, it's a viable gameplay space. And it's one that I think can produce some insane experiences. I mean, just go to the void. I mean, there's a Wreck-It Ralph you can do now. There's a Star Wars one to do. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, you've got to go. I don't, you've never done it, have you? You've I never done the yeah. season. When you guys go this fall, if yeah. you have time <laughs> in between Galaxy's Edge, roll over to Springs one day and do the void and do the the secrets of the empire whatever it's called it's well worth it because i mean you're wearing the packs you can feel yourself get shot by lasers you're walking <laughs> through rooms but you're in vr so it feels like you're it's it's fantastic that's where this stuff is going to excel so hopefully this vader immortal gives us some of that 
All right, buddy. So let's uh, round our round things home here. We're going to talk about the big reveal of the day here at Celebration 2019, and that was EA and Respawn's panel for Star Wars Jedi, which I, I think is a very interesting way to set the title because they put the colon after after that. that. Yeah, so exactly. Star Wars Jedi. So that's the franchise name, exactly. technically. I mean, if we're going to get English here, Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order. So it had a full panel today at Celebration, and, and to lead it off, bam, they, they dropped the first ever trailer, which I believe only featured CG cutscenes. I don't think we got we raw gameplay. We did not gameplay. get any gameplay, at least in the trailer that Which you that don't get. Released. You don't, yeah. Never on the first big-time trailer are you going to get pure gameplay. It, it's always going to be the CG stuff, but CG be damned, it looked pretty fucking great yeah i mean this is a game that's going to be single player only they announced that there will be no microtransactions no multiplayer yeah, narrative driven this is all about story and and creating and playing your own jedi fantasy and that's all i need to hear from vince Pella at respawn yeah i mean because there was a there was an idea out there that we might not be able to play as you know we might be playing as yourself like an unnamed like an unnamed, we, we just yeah. said that like it, would you be just padawan and it's you living that experience and i believe nick said i uh, yeah. don't really want that I, yeah. I i would take a you build a character more. and you i was like more. hey man throw fucking caleb doom in there but yeah. okay i get that they want to keep separate the rebels separate and, and create something brand new with so our our main character here his name is cal kestis and if you've watched the trailer and you're like man that kid looks familiar or, or at least sounds familiar yeah. that's cameron monahan he plays in gotham so if you've seen that TV show... One, one of the greatest... I don't, I don't think Nick watches the series. I do. But he has created one of the greatest versions of the Joker I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I saw it fantastic. early. I saw it early and, you know, I saw when they first introduced him and he was at that carnival. And right, and they kept saying it's not the Joker, it's not the Joker. but And it wasn't. I mean, that the show, dude, Gotham is so batshit weird. But that's why <laughs> I love it. It is crazy. Like, just crazy the way... One episode, the next will just completely change plots and what characters do. Characters can get stabbed. They come back next week. Either way, Cameron Monaghan, this guy is a fantastic actor, and I have all the faith in the world that he is going to make Cal Kestis a, just as memorable as Sam Witwer did with Starkiller. Yeah. So if in, we in Force Unleashed, if we if we talk about the the plot of this game a little bit, obviously this t- takes place after Order sixty six. Almost all of the Jedi are wiped out. We're talking Padawans, younglings. We saw what happened in Episode Three. Cal was able to make his way out, and now he's yeah. What, what do you think? Do we think this is like five to eight years after Order sixty six? Because oh, he seems man. to be not. He's not. He's that almost old. Like he's still. You think still Attack like, of the Clones, Anakin age, maybe like yeah. t- teens, early twenties. He's definitely in his upper. I would say 17, 17, 18, somewhere around there. No, it's probably not ten. I bet it's no more than three years. Three, after. three or four. Because let's talk about what he's doing. I mean, his his main lot in life now is we're going to be on a new planet called Bracca. And he's essentially, he's not a salvager, but he's working to break down Clone Wars era Star Destroyers. Yeah, they need the materials because now the Empire is yeah. running the whole thing. You gotta make the, the new Star Destroyers. Yeah, there's no point in having anything that's marked with the old Republic logo. So they're breaking it down and he's basically living under the radar. He right. has his mantra, you know, trust yeah. no one, 
stay on don't like, stand out don't essentially stand I mean, that, out, that's yeah. the tagline of this game don't stand out i mean he he knows that if he if he lets anyone in on his secret that he is sensitive with the force he has force affinity whatever you want to call it that he's gonna be fucked but guess what that's gonna happen early on because the trailer shows us more or less what's probably gonna be the first chapter to the game so Cal is working. He's clearly, if he's a Jedi, he's probably a good person. He's got buddies with these salvagers or scrappers, whatever you call them. And an accident happens with one of these dudes, and it looks like the guy was of the Elo Eloasti yeah. species, right? Same, yeah, whatever, same whatever you want to call them. But anyways, it, something happens. He starts falling, and what does, what does Cal do? Like any Jedi probably would. Yeah. He reaches out with the Force and saves the guy, which obviously gets him marked with the Empire. Yeah. From and, that and moment on, his life is forever different. We move into like the montage of the trailer next. Yeah, and you been, start yeah, seeing. Yeah, you know he's fucked, and yeah. it introduces who are probably going to be the main antagonist. Which, when I first saw, is like, yo, that's seventh sister from Star Wars Rebels. It's. Second, second sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess makes sense. You know, I think they just kind of add them up because in that show we had the the Inquisitor, right? Yes, the he was the, the the first one, the bald guy with the lines on his head, the spinning lightsaber. Yeah, then we had fifth yeah. brother and, and seventh sister. And now, so clearly we're going a little bit back from that. Time yeah, period. this is very early Inquisitors, but honestly, uh, where I, I kind of was doing some reading on this, but this. This second sister and the these purge troopers, Nick, who will also be some of the antagonists that Cal will have to come up against in Fallen Order. But apparently they were they were detailed in the Vader comics where he was first Palpatine kind of first introduced him to the Inquisitor program because that that yeah. does go down in this recent run of Marvel or Vader comics, you know where Vader is always being tested by Palpatine. Yep. He kind of beats a test, and then Palpatine's like, all right, I can trust you now. Train these asshole Inquisitors to be yeah. Jedi killers. Yeah, essentially just to go and, wipe and out apparently the she's been mentioned in that, as well as these Purge Troopers, which we got a shot of them. And they are, they almost look like these super storm troopers from the Dark Forces era, where their helmets yeah. are kind of, they're a little more rounded and squatty in terms of, they, they, they're kind of a mash of, of the Clone Wars era helmet and the original trilogy helmet uh i have a picture of them yeah, here right up here it, yeah. so like i said if you, if you remember like the old super trooper it almost looks like if you if you know what a cylon looks like an it, old cylon very good Nick. <laughs> that's why you know that's why he makes the big bucks here on the cast that yeah it, it is very much like a a, a cylon eye slit uh going into the rounded bucket head look i i, I dig them i mean obviously being a collector let's get some fucking six inch figures based on these guys give me a cow give me a second sister you know give me this purge trooper i even like the name purge purge trooper, trooper yeah <laughs> it's know, just right? awful it just sounds I mean, it terrible just, it fits so well with order 66 i right. mean their job was to purge yes, was. the galaxy of jedi yep. and yep. you know these are the troopers who are specifically meant to do that we don't need regular stormtroopers doing this we have a specific unit of trained jedi killers yeah, this, this is what they do they, they go around with the inquisitors they're kind of the support it looks like they're using those shock staffs that the magma troopers used to use on grievous's staff which yeah. we know can block lightsaber strikes so repurpose them and speaking of striking this is it was described by stig asmussen who, who's kind of the creative director with respawn working on it but he said it's an action melee game you play as a jedi on the run in training with a lightsaber and force powers 
And really, dude, some of the clips we get in the trailer of what the gameplay may look like, to me, dude, this is the Force Unleashed. I really think they're... And that's not a bad thing. I I don't want to make that sound like a bad thing. I I think that's a great thing. But I really do think this is going to be your... You've gone away from the Force, so you're going to have to relearn how to do some Force stuff. You're going to have to get your Force powers back built up, ranked up, and you're going to have to get your lightsaber skills ranked back up. But I do believe, ultimately, you're going to start basic and then become this very powerful... Jedi. Jedi by the end. The the good thing about this type of game is we don't know who Cal Kestis is. He has no history within the Star Wars universe at all. So this story is completely open to whatever Respawn wants to do, you know? Do you think they'll give him a master that we know of? I don't I don't know if if we'll know of him. I don't think so because it could be interesting and it, it could kind of reflect like to give him like deep abalba or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. I mean like with with Force Unleashed, one of the masters that you ran into was Ram Kota and we had never heard of him before. Right. But it was this guy who Starkiller finds to, and, and essentially walks him down the path of the light. And if we're going after the same style, the same feel for this game, it could be beneficial to have like another clandestine master out there somewhere that he has to link up with. You said he's probably turned off the force for a long time. Maybe like a Luke trick kind of flips the switch. But then when he brings it back... Yeah, who knows who yeah. touches through the force. I mean, obviously, you're, you're going to be tapping into the dark side people that are, that are scoping for it. But they're, they're, we could run into, as, as Nick, I think, was implying... We could run into other Jedi on the run. I mean, I know we all like to say Order 66 really wiped them out, but how many expanded things have we had to show that, no, no, it didn't. I mean, Vader himself and his little run from, I believe, last year, it's ended now, but he, one of his first tasks from Palpatine was to go hunt down a Jedi that escaped, and the Jedi really beat the living shit out of Vader, but Vader ultimately came back and, and, and got his, so... I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about this. I, I think what we got, the reveal, was perfect. Uh, the trailer definitely established the universe and gave us stuff to kind of riff on what they go on. But we heard the right words. It's single player only, right. narrative driven. Yeah. No microtransactions. D- no microtransactions. That, that, that's was very something nice. we can't say about the for at least a decade's worth of Star Wars games. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. mean, or damn near close to it. So that was a great reveal. I, they they said some things about the combat that makes it, me at least, sound like they may be going for a, a Soulsborne approach. Maybe not as punishing, uh, but it does sound like if you want to, if you want to really learn how to master the combat and maybe play the game on its hardest setting, they will give you that challenge if you want it. But it also sounds like if you if you just want to go through it and, and just play the game as it's meant to be played, you're, you're not going to get foiled by overly difficult ai in combat i think that's good because games like this are definitely going to have replay value i mean if you look at any any single player driven like story driven game recently last of us you you always have these like new game plus where you can play harder modes or anything like that and this style of game especially uh if we're assuming that they're going to have these boss battles built into it like eventually you might have to fight Vader who knows i mean you may you're probably going to have to fight second sister oh, you're probably going to have to fight please give us some Vader in here cuz this is still going to be very early tormented mentally fucked Vader yeah so you may even be able to encounter him and then get away i mean yeah, like, it's like he's he's still very fragile at this point in time so I, i'm super excited about this this is the type of game that Matt and i have been talking about for years now i mean 
EA's had the license. They've done what they've done with it, just basically cranked out Battlefield or Battlefront games. And then they, they handled, they've handled the mobile license very well with, with Capital Games and with Swago. We got Nick hooked up at Swago yes. today. Hopefully he'll be getting his thousand gems a day for celebration. That's you know, been a that bonus. Was, it was a very nice huh. conversation. I got a little pop socket for my phone, too. So I got a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes pop socket for free. And then uh, Matt and I also may be in the we, we beta We may make program. the cut for beta testers, so that'll be that'll be pimp. But yeah. hey, we're, we're all things Star Wars. That's why we are Star Wars time. There's always time for Star Wars time, my friends. So uh, was, la- there, was there anything on here that you wanted but we didn't get? I know I talked about maybe having like a demo drop date or yeah, something. Yeah, I would have like liked to have seen some raw gameplay, yeah. like in, in-engine gameplay, not, not the cutscene stuff, but... Overall, for the first official, like, hey, this is the reveal. I know they talked about it before, but I was I was pretty well pleased. And really, the the last item of note here is it's coming out this this holiday season, November fifteenth, twenty nineteen, uh, for major consoles and PC. And I have a feeling because it's it's going to be an actual Unreal game. This could be one of those Epic Game Stores <laughs> exclusives. Oh. I have a feeling for PC. Oh man! So that's get ready true. for that. That's true. This is a, this is an un, Unreal only. So. PS4, Xbox One, PC. Make sure you have one of those consoles if you want to play this game. For me, it's probably going to be a a PS4-style game. I don't really like playing the action-adventure games on PC. Um, KOTOR is really fun. I also played the Star Wars MMO on PC as well. But if we go back and talk about Force Unleashed, Force Unleashed 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Outcast, those were all console-exclusive games, and I enjoyed playing those on consoles. So I'm probably going to be getting Jedi Fallen Order for PS4. And I mean, in, in terms of, like Matt was saying, if there's anything that I would have liked to see from this game, definitely some, some gameplay. Gameplay was probably the most important thing for me to see, but it is kind of early, and I expect that now that this trailer is out, we're going to be getting a ton more content. We're not going to have to worry about, you know holding stuff off and now knowing that the November 11th or November 15th is the release we we have we have a good content release schedule for the game um I also wanted to see a demo but you know on stage demos at, at big conventions like this can be a little weird Matt, you've been to E3. You know that you know if it, an on-stage demo can go yeah, pretty they, they fucking can get bad. wonky. And speaking of E3, Nick, uh, it, you know you're talking about the trailer didn't give us much gameplay. I think E3 come here in June. Yeah, that's when we'll probably get the first gameplay look. And I'm sure if you're out there, EA's going to have it at their offsite campus. They'll, they'll probably have some stations up there. I mean, the, the fact that this game's coming out in November, there's going to be a playable build. You know, Nick was saying, Let, let's get maybe some demo information. I agree. Maybe they should have, hey, pre-order today. You're, you're guaranteed access to a closed beta, stuff like that. I don't that know. That is crazy that they didn't announce any pre-order stuff. No, you can pre-order oh, now. You can pre-order but now. they didn't announce any, you know, the, like the super-duper, uber-duper yeah. collection. You know those are all common people. $150 with the, with the, you know, 12-inch statue right. of Cal. Well, I'll tell you right now, stuff. if they do one where they're going to offer, you know, a 112 scale action figure of Cal, yes, I'm going to fucking get that. <laughs> you know I'm going to get it. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I I think it did a good job. I mean, obviously, when we were rolling up to Celebration today, and I've been coming every day since Thursday, 
the 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 line and the crowd around the Wintrust Arena, even an hour and a half, it was almost we two got, hours it was before. Two hours before, it was the most crowded I've seen, even more so than the Episode Nine panel. So I mean, that speaks volumes. And this wasn't a a featured panel. This you no. know the featured panel for today right. for Saturday was the Galaxy's Edge panel. Fallen Fallen Order was just first come first serve. You get in line and you get in. That could have been why the line was bigger, but yeah. I, I don't know, man. Gamers are passionate. Star Wars fans are passionate. So when you pair the two together, and literally we have a a new game, a game that's going to be something different than what we've been getting for almost ten years now. Uh, the excitement and the, uh, the 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 masses of people that showed up to watch this didn't surprise me at all. So I, I think EA respond. They did what fans wanted i think we're getting what we want and that is a single player story driven star wars action game yeah we've all been waiting for it even walking to the arena we just ran into some fans along the along the street and they were talking about how excited they were for this game like matt said single player narrative driven action combat it would have been, you know, I would have taken a, a turn-based style kind of like original KOTOR where you could pause and stuff, but I love action-based games. Oh, dude. I mean, come on, Nick. If this you want is... to get into it, I mean, another Star Wars RPG, come on. Yeah. Th- that's all I've ever wanted in my life, but it's not going to happen. That's why I got to stick with Swago because it, it, they call it kind of an RPG light. It is similar. You know, you build squads, you rank them up, you go against other you squads. Got gear, you you got to know the meta. Like so, yep. I mean, it is sort of role-playing, but totally something in the vein of KOTOR Please. I mean, it's been so long, I think I need to go back and play them again. I downloaded KOTOR on my phone the there other day just, just to get my fix in, you know? Right. I well, think I, right it, there's, it's twofold for me. I mean, it's just a great game, and I want to see what it looks like on the 1X because they up-res it as much yeah. as they can. Yep. But also, all the all the action that KOTOR and KOTOR 2 is getting in Swago these days, Oh yeah. I forget half the fucking characters. Like, I don't remember Mission or Zalbar from the game. I, know, I remember right? HK. I don't really even remember Karth yeah. or Candorous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know who I remember out of the Triumvirate? Nihilus. I don't because he was, you know, the cover art, I believe, yeah. for, for Nihilus was the too. cover art. Scion, I remember, just because of the way that he was described. Like his body is held yeah, together permanent by pure hate. Like he dark just, side. He's hate. basically falling apart. Yeah. That's why his eye is like popping out of his socket every time you see. <laughs> but he likes that. Yeah. I mean that's what he wants. That's what makes him stronger. It's fucking so. crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm all about it, man. I mean, if if you're not gonna get an RPG set in Star Wars, the next best thing is a action adventure. Is an action adventure game. And I would also take a shooter, like a non jedi shooter or back to dark forces yeah, type of deal too something like that but nothing i mean we've had our fill of multiplayer only no, stuff I, okay and, I, nick's know. right i'm th- glad he corrected me <laughs> not not a shooter in the vein of battlefront a shooter that is also a single player narrative driven experience guess what people those used to exist yeah like i mean you... that, that's what shooters were nick they were Single-player games that would have a tacked-on multiplayer component. Now it's the other way around. Where they they literally are like, yeah, we can throw in a a single-player component to it. Battlefield did that. The Battlefield developers are the Battlefront developers. But I would like to say, I mean, I really do think that if DICE just said with Battlefront 2, you know what? 
We're not going to do multiplayer. We're going to put all of our resources into the single player of this game. It could have been fantastic. What we got in Battlefront 2 was amazing. Right. Even just progressing the story. Much better than Battlefront 1. At least Battlefront 2, they you know they tacked on the, the Iden stuff. And, and yeah. that stuff was really great. I mean, the missions, the gameplay, whatever. It's just retread environments from the multiplayer. But yeah. in the end, why do I play games, single player games? For the story. These days, I'm not kidding, Nick. If they had a button that said, do everything for me till the next cutscene, I would fucking hit that button. Yeah, and I would like... sit back, relax. I would still hold the controller so it felt like I was doing something. Like, Look. <laughs> Almost like the guided mode in, in yes. Swago. You just hit auto and then yes, you click on exactly. who you want to right. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know if I want to do that. Just hit do it and it just moves for me so I can watch it play out. Kojima would make a game right. like that. In the end... <laughs> I love narratives, stories, and the lore that gets created. Uh, these days, I'm not so much concerned about the gameplay and being challenged. I want to be entertained. I want to be taken on a journey. So, yes, give me a, a mode that just says, do it for me. So, Matt, one other thing before we wrap this one up. You mentioned right up front Star Wars Jedi franchise name, Fallen Order yeah, yeah, yeah. game name. Do you think that we're going to be going... How, how deep do you think we go here? Three games deep? Is this a it, I think it all depends on Is sales and critical reaction. Cal, you think he's staying through? Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why, I mean Kyle through. Katarn, I mean, he had he, a few yeah. series. So, uh, Starkiller got two games. The second game, very questionable. I don't, it still wasn't that great. I don't know if the second game just sucked really bad or if it, the first game was just so great. Yeah, I think uh, that's but, what it but was. But the second game was just beat. It was shorter, you know. And the story sucked. I think what, what happened was with Force Unleashed, the gimmick was the huge abilities of the Force. Like, you've never seen it before. But also the, the, the story in the first one was first fantastic. One was when, when you figure out the big twist that, hey, you know, he, he goes over to the good guys yeah, and, and you then, see Leia. And this was all still back then before canon. the Disney sale, so it wasn't quite aborted yet. But. Yeah. But then, and then like two, it's just like, 50,000 clones and you're fighting yourself and then you gotta fight it it got yeah, a little crazy it got, it got, a little it crazy. got stupid so but either yeah. way it was a another great day here at Star Wars Celebration 2019 Nick my buddy he finally got his first taste of the show floor I think he realized it was everything I basically told him <laughs> he repeated it a few times I mean this is my mantra at Star Wars Celebration, if you are not planning on going to panels, waiting in line for panels, there's really not much to do outside of making a one-hour pass on the show floor. Yeah. Uh, or if you're a hardcore collector, yeah, you might be able to spend a few more hours there. Uh, but unless you're going to panels or you're you're literally planning to wait in line for the exclusives, Star Wars Celebration, it's you walk in, you look at some stuff, you appreciate the fandom, you take some pictures, some cosplay, then you basically go... Okay, my feet hurt, my knees hurt, my back hurts. Can we go home, please? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, I mean, 100% tomorrow we're going to be at the Mando Yeah, we got the panel. Mando panel live, so we'll be doing that. And then probably one more show from Celebration. And then I may uh, take myself out of here. Or we might even try to do the Clone Wars uh, special look. So you never know. But Nick's going to be staying here through Monday. Uh, so he may be getting some other content out. But for sure... This upcoming Tuesday, I'm sure we're going to do kind of a, a celebration. Post-mortem. Post-mortem cast where we just kind of wrap it all up and, and describe the experience to those of you that couldn't come. 
So, hey, we appreciate you people. Keep listening, or if you're not listening, start listening, right? What's your fucking problem? <laughs> Tune to it. StarWarsTime.net. That's where you can go get all the information. That's where you can subscribe. I'm not kidding. I literally had someone come up to me today and said, hey, man, where are you getting those hats? Those are great hats. And I was like, they're, they're my hats. And he said, what do you mean? I said, they're, well, they're for Star Wars time. And he's like, oh, yeah, that. And I'm like, you have it's no like you clue have what no. I'm talking about. But I love it, the fact that, hey, we may suck as a podcast, but if you guys like the the, 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 the clothing look. we're making, yeah. if you like the, the hats we got made where it literally just says us WT off-centered, let's do it. I mean, we, we can pivot this bitch. We'll go right into Star Wars time clothing apparel. Yeah, I mean, It doesn't our, matter. Our logo looks pretty dope. I mean, apparently, <laughs> we just found out that we can, next celebration, we'll be able to get a, a booth for Star Wars time. Yeah, so totally. Who, who totally. knows? We, we've got big plans, but really, for a lot of these big plans to be realized, we're going to need your help. So I know a lot of it still is on us. we got to be entertaining. We've got to keep you coming back. We've got to be coming up with interesting stuff to, to discuss, but... If we got you and you do like it, you can help us by sharing with like-minded individuals, ratings, reviews, likes on YouTube, subscriptions, you name it. I hate begging you, but that's what we got to do. That's the name of the game, and we need you to play it along with us so we can get bigger, badder, and better. Because we will be on the show floor one day, or we will be on the podcast stage one day talking to you for maybe Celebration 25. You never know. That's the goal's. May the force be with you, always.